Welcome to How Does Get Played Premium DLC. I'm Nick Weiger, and there's Heather Ann Campbell. Hi, I'm I'm here. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, and I'm beside our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Wait, when you said that I was beside you, I looked and got nervous. <laughs> 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 what a trick that would be. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> that, my friends, uh, is the prestige. <laughs> Good movie. So, so we've got it. Oh, it's a great movie. Oh, how what fun I had watching the prestige. What a flick. What a <laughs> picture. Is that a Nolan movie? Is that a, is that the That's Nolan, Nolan magic? Yeah, that might be that might be Nolan's best. I it's think just such a well-crafted film. Can I tell you that? I mean, that movie is what? two and a half hours long, like maybe just shy of three hours long. I rented it from Hollywood Video, finished it, was so blown away. When the DVD menu went back to the main screen, I hit play again. I watched it twice in a row. Wow. I loved it. And I knew the twist, but it was fun to watch again, knowing what was going on. You know what's great about that is that the fat cats at Hollywood Video had no idea. I didn't even have to rewind the damn thing. It was a DVD, those fools. Those fools fucking idiots <laughs> i i'm i feel like i'm i miss hollywood videos so I, I, you guys just ragging on it i miss yeah. that browsing experience that was really nice yeah man going into i mean certainly in in our current times going into any store it feels foreign but just like the the i loved going into I wonder if that'll ever come back in the way that record stores like have had something of a resurgence you know there are yeah. there, there aren't it's not like every a strip mall has a record store, but there you can find record stores that that have a, a, a good curated collection. I wonder if there will ever be that sort of thing where there'll be like just like some physical Blu-ray stores or whatever that you can just browse. I guess it would be nice if there was an analog format akin to records, akin to vinyl for film for home viewing. But there really isn't, I guess. VHS, yeah. but VHS is so shitty. Yeah, it's not good. And like, I mean, I don't know. I was a... a, a you know, a, a little kid, a, a middle schooler, a tween, uh, when I was in uh, Hollywood videos, yeah, walking down the, the what do you call it, the, the video aisles, aisles looking yeah. at aisles. Uh, I, aisles. Yeah, it's, it's been so long since I've been in a store, um, but the, the, just the experience of being a tween and looking at a, the DVD box art for like Eurotrip unrated, the kids need that. It, it you you can just find just hardcore penetration so easily, <laughs> and I used to the same sort of thing. Like I would go and look at like a like I wouldn't even go into the adult section at our local rental place. Our local rental place was called the Warehouse. Actually, did you, was the Warehouse still around when you? Because we're from the same hometown, Matt. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and I uh, would go to the Warehouse. In the adjacent town, uh, Downey at the Stonewood Mall, there was a and there was no, there was a Sam Goody there too. So I I remember I remember Sam Goody. Yeah, Sam, there's that. Sam Goody and then Warehouse Warehouse W H E R E. I think it was a regional video chain, and they had an adult video section that was curtained off. But I would just like peek in there, and like that was my my childhood exposure to 
pornography. Which part of you was... would peek in there? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a little kid's dick? <laughs> Is that a, an eyeball tattooing into a curtain? A googly eye tape at the end of it. <laughs> so we, we've got another edition of Super Question Block Turbo Deluxe Edition. I said edition twice. Uh, but we, we've got we got some more of your your emails, your voice voicemails that we are going to answer that we don't have time for. In our regular episodes, so we're just going to kind of, or maybe ones that are kind of a little bit more general, less on the specific topic that we're covering each week. We're going to be going through some of those. And should we just dig in? Should we just jump into this pile? Supper's ready. Let's get to it. Let's go for it. it. What delicious mail. Yum. (laughs) Yum. That's what she said. You know what I'm saying, guys? Come on. High five. (laughs) M-A-L-E. High five. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I've been on Zoom all day long. I feel like I've lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, this, you know, I don't want to knock the whole Zoom thing, but like at first, <laughs> it was like a really novel thing. Like, oh, this is making work so much easier. And now people want to socially be out here. And I'm like, I don't have the energy. I work yeah. on it all day. It yeah. feels it feels like labor. Yeah. I, yeah, I've had a couple of Zoom hangs that I've flaked on it's in, for that like, very reason. Look, Where are you going? Get, I, yeah. Oh. I can get my hair to touch my shoulders now, guys. That's how long we've been in quarantine. Wow. That's pretty cool. With me too. I can also do it. If I, if I move my shoulder up, I can do it. Yeah. Um, okay. This first one. <laughs> we're, just, we're just having fun. We're, we're having, having a blast. Little, we're having fun. And I, yeah, I think you guys are uh, some of the first people I've seen this week. Um, oh. Except for my girlfriend. Uh, but, you know. I see her all the time. Uh, this one is from significant others don't count. I'm telling my <laughs> wife all the time. She doesn't count. <laughs> she understands. She knows the game. When you see a new person. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, this is not what people want to hear. They want to hear the question. <laughs> Mike Adams writes, hey, team. Growing up, I spent almost all of my extra time and money in an arcade. I'm just wondering if you guys have an absolute favorite arcade game. I think mine is X-Men versus Street Fighter. This is a great question, and I, I think we'll we'll have some answers here. But the mention of X-Men versus Street Fighter makes me want to get Heather's opinion on that specific game. Because I know I, you're a big you're a big fighter fan. I loved uh the Marvel Capcom game, Marvel versus Capcom, which started as X-Men versus Street Fighter. Yes. I, I loved those games until three. Marvel versus Capcom 3, I did not enjoy. Hmm. Uh, Why did 3 lose you? I didn't like the art. The mm. art was different, and it uh, bothered me. Like, the they were they reused the same sprites for X-Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom, and Marvel versus Capcom 2. And I loved those sprites. They I had an emotional connection to them. And so just like a fuddy-duddy, I was like, well, I don't like this. This doesn't look exactly <laughs> the same. I don't want to play this anymore. Um, and also the roster was just overwhelming by that point. And like, I was like, I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Um, it's, the, it's the Smash Brothers issue, which, and I love Smash Brothers, but there's, there's so many fighters that it gets to be, you get analysis paralysis. You're not sure who to play as. You're not sure who to main. And 
And I like I I actually really liked X Men versus Street Fighter. I like that it was that focused of just like we're just taking X Men characters, we're just taking Street Fighter characters. Although I did enjoy the Marvel versus Capcoms, particularly Part Two, and Part Two is just goofy. Part Two is just which had a great Dreamcast port, uh, and uh, but but it's just like the uh, you know it had so many different characters. I guess it was probably not. Eh, well, part there were there were maybe too many characters in Marvel versus Capcom too as well, but it was it was almost like just at the line where it was still you could still wrap your head around it. Yeah, I I, I felt like Marvel Capcom two was yeah it was the it was an overwhelmed balance like right. a like a like when you fill a glass of water up and there's the surface tension keeps it from going over, but it's clearly more full than the glass allows. That's Marvel Capcom 2. <laughs> also, it had the best character selection screams. Char- it had the best character selection screen theme song of all time. Whoa. We're going to take you for a ride. It's great. going to take you for a ride. It's like a it's like a tower power song. It's such a yeah, it's such a great loop and it's so and just that whole that whole sound that whole soundtrack is kind of like a a smooth jazz it's so different than what you were hearing in fighters at because so many of them were just like this kind of high energy, either techno or rock track, the uh, soundtracks. Yeah. I, I fucking, I, a marvelous Capcom two is one of the more fun fighters. Uh, I I've, I've spent any time with um, also to, just like the, there's one specific move that I think of, which is the Hulk jumping out of the top of the frame and then coming back into frame, holding a meteor, like he jumped into orbit and grabbed a meteor and is bringing it down to like fucking crush you with it. I was like, I just loved how gloriously over the top that is. <laughs> yeah, it had a lot in common with the Darkstalkers animation. Mm. Like it felt like it was born out of that lineage. Uh, man, it was a good game. But despite my love of Marvel Capcom 2, I will say that my favorite arcade game, favorite arcade game of all time is Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Playing wow. A, a clean cabinet with working joysticks, whether it's the uh, Japanese version where you sit down and the other person's on the other side or the Americans stand by each other cabinet. I'm sure those have official names. Tall boy and a short boy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love that that experience, the lack of lag and the intimacy of that game. And that is it's it's highlight. That's it. That's my answer. What's yours, Nick? It's hard to na- to narrow it down to one. I will give a few candidates, and then I guess I will just I will just fucking pick one. One is going way old school. I love Ms. Pac-Man, and I think like if you get that Ms. Pac-Man cocktail where you, where it's the the tabletop that you're kind of looking over, that's just a, such a fun experience. That's I feel like the cabinet like I would maybe most want to own a cocktail Ms. Pac-Man. Or Miss Pac-Man slash, slash Galaga. As far as uh, it, it, as far as unique to arcades, I think of the shooters Point Blank and Time Crisis. Both, uh, both by I think they were both Namco games, and uh, you know very different sty- different styles. But I I like I loved. I mean, the whole Time Crisis series is fun, but just the addition of that pedal to take cover is such a fun mechanic, and it's such such a, something that's so specifically arcade. Like, the home port, which I had, 
you could put your controller on the floor and like step on your controller to simulate it, but it just was not the same as having an actual pedal. I mean, that that's just so, so fun. And Point Blank is just like a fucking, it's just a party arcade game. And I love, a, I, I just love that sort of feel. But as far as uh, favorite, fuck, God, it, it's, it's tricky. And this is maybe kind of a mainstream pick. But, you know, whatever. I'm gonna, this is a game I had a lot of fun playing as a kid with my friends. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Hell yeah. It's just such a fun four-player beat-em-up. And it was the Ninja Turtles, who I like and who are my friends. And, is, and so it was just like it was such a perfect licensed game that hit me at the right point in time that I feel like that's the, the, the game that I have the most fun memories of playing in an arcade setting. Uh, Apodaca, uh, anything come to mind? Well, you Cowabunga. know your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Cowabunga indeed. <laughs> Cowabunga. And you know, on 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 that note, the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. Maybe one of my maybe one of my favorite games. I loved that game. And you know, uh that would, I would spend a lot of my time at like a Shakey's Pizza playing uh The Simpsons. I also liked I liked there was an there there's an X-Men game, right? There's like an X-Men like beat 'em up. So the X-Men one is eight players, and it fucking rules. Yes, and this is specific to Los Angeles, but uh, over at Button Mash, a great barcade here in the city, uh, they have the setup where it's, they have two machines, so you can have eight players at once on yes. one. It's awesome. It's really, really fun. Um, but I love that because I love Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, I think, my favorite X-Men. Not the question, great. but I'd offer that as well. That's great. <laughs> I'll take it. It's a good answer. He's a great X-Men. Um, how about uh, the next question? This person wanted to be left anonymous, so I left their name out. Hi there. I was wondering if any of you have ever had any negative gaming experience with a significant other. For instance, I once dated someone who shared my Xbox profile because he refused to make his own, even though we lived together, and then proceeded to save over a 100 plus hour Skyrim game that I had twice. Jesus. (laughs) When I read that, I was like, I have, this is insane. Uh, Also, more recently, I would let another guy play my Switch when he would come over and become unreasonably annoyed when he would cook food that was less effective than what he could potentially cook with his ingredients. Am I a monster? Probably. Anyway, thanks. Love the show. I want to say that first guy is the monster. Yes. That guy's the monster. Like if you if you get frustrated watching a significant other play and you're like, well, you can maximize the effectiveness of the ingredients that you're using in 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 that game for your recipe. That I mean, that's that's just a style of play, and some people are annoyed by that. But like, if you delete somebody's save, if you if you take the, I mean, like that's 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 real bad. That's, I'm not going to use any like psychological terms, but like I'm glad you're not with that person. Fuck that person. Can can I be? Can I play Dan Savage for a second? And Please? by that I don't mean supporting the Iraq War. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I want to do a little relationship counseling here. My my, and this is me inferring a lot from your email. But I think your hangups from your first relationship, and that person sounds like a jerk. And that's extraordinarily rude to, to to say. I mean, it's just that's just fucking that's almost a crime to save over a hundred hours save. It's just it's just so inconsiderate. But I feel like maybe that 
baggage is bleeding over into your current situation where it seems mm. like the fact that you 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 characterize yourself as unreasonably annoyed at his cooking habits in what I assume is uh, Zelda, but maybe because you said Switch, but you know whatever whatever game he has a, has some sort of on Switch. Yeah, there is Skyrim on Switch, so I, I guess it. You know, I, I would just say that I think that maybe you are overreacting to the current uh, issue, which is not that big of an issue as a result of your previous gaming uh, uh, problems with that previous relationship. Because it it strikes me as the cooking thing is not that big of a deal, and maybe yeah, you you, you could just let some go, some things go in in, in that regard. Anyway, to answer your question, I have not had a negative gaming experience with a significant other, but I did have one with a roommate. And in college, he would. So basically, it was one specific game that it frustrated me was that I bought I I owned a play, the PlayStation the in the apartment, mm-hmm. and I bought the copy of Chrono Cross, which was a game I was very much anticipating the sequel to Chrono Trigger, one of my favorite games ever, and. I had a, I had a, an agreement with my roommate. I was like, you can play it. Just don't, because the, the, the console was in the common area. I was like, just don't get further than me because I don't want to like be seeing you getting, you progressing to shit that I haven't gotten yet. Yeah. And it's, again, it's my game and my system, both of which I own and bought with my own money. And he did not honor that request. And that wow. just like, just like I, like I literally saw him watching the ending at one point, and I was just oh. like, "That's just so oh. fucking." Like, oh. All you had to do was just like wait for me to catch up to you instead of just getting fu- like fucking lapping me because you weren't doing your homework. Um. Anyway, uh, that was that was the only thing I, the only experience I can remember that's analogous to what you you were going through. Uh, Heather, Matt, any problems with uh, uh, uh someone you lived with? Uh, regarding a, a some sort of gaming dispute, I I dated somebody once who beat uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Same circumstances, beat Final Fantasy VIII when we had been playing it together the entire time, uh, and on it and and uh, she finished the game without me because we finished on the we finished on the final boss, uh, and we're like we'll come back to this we'll figure it out. And then I came back and and she was like, I beat it without you. And I was like, 90, 90 some odd hours of play together. And you like just blew through the last part without me. Insane. I felt like a, I felt like yeah, a slap in the face. Come on. Yeah. Man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, for me, uh, I don't, I have not played a lot of video games like with uh, a, a significant other, but uh my current girlfriend and I went to a barcade one time and she was interested in playing a game and not a lot of two player games where we were at, but they did have, I think Mortal Kombat two and I've played Mortal Kombat before. She had not played it. <laughs> uh, and I was like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Like, you know, I'll try not to be too good at this game so we can have a good time of it. And she like smoked me like every single time. And I was like <laughs> very mad. And like, <laughs> I don't, we don't play Mortal Kombat now, but she stands Baraka. <laughs> Sometimes those total noobs in a fighting game can just wax you because yeah. they're just going with a mashing strategy that is completely contrary to anything you've experienced in any other uh, competitive scenario. What were you going to say, Heather? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next question. 
let's okay. So the next one is in the form of a voicemail. This is from Cody from Cincinnati. Hey guys, this is Cody from Cincinnati. Uh, my question is: Kill one, fuck one, marry one. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Thanks. I was. I love this, this question. This is such an easy answer for me. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's such an easy. Can I? I'm. I know it immediately. You marry Do Nintendo. It. Because Nintendo is a lifetime of quality games. And even if it's not fancy or special every day, it is reliable. It is a relationship that you can count on. It is a, it is a solid marriage. PlayStation, sexy, sometimes stupid, sometimes uh, makes bad choices, but often will give you that, that, that flash. So you, you, you Fuck the PlayStation. And then Xbox is garbage, so it belongs in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) So, fuck it. What? Huh? I I agree. (laughs) I agree completely. I mean, like, that would have been my answer as well, although I am a little... Like I'm, it's driving me a little crazy that you said Xbox and PlayStation, but then Nintendo instead of Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, or like (laughs) <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, and I mean, I guess there's I no specific wait, Nintendo I was hardware. Using, I was using no, the I don't mean you. I'm talking about the per- the Cody who asked the question. I'm not going after you. I'm going after Cody. I just, that's that's that's. I guess what would you say? Because PlayStation has been the brand of the console. Nintendo has changed up their branding of the console. So I get what you're what you're doing. But as far as right, hardware goes, I think I'd marry Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I think just just the switches, the switches may be my favorite console of all time. It's just such a nice piece of hardware. And the fact that it's portable is is such an asset. But and then PlayStation has so many has enough. good. Like you're just weighing exclusives at this point, right? I prefer PlayStation exclusives to Xbox exclusives. So, yeah, that's that's the the direction I'd go. Also, the controller, you know, like a lot of people prefer that Xbox controller, but I don't. So, I mean, that's part of why it goes in a grave. <laughs> <laughs> I have the uh, I have the new like the Elite Series Two. I forget exactly what the branding is of the uh, the Xbox One controller now, and that is a nice like that is a very nice controller. That's a great feel to it, it's, especially because it I get sweaty palms, and the the grips are much better there versus the uh, versus the PlayStation for me. But I still I think I overall prefer the PlayStation controller. I'm just more me used too. to it. And I know, yeah. I know there's going to be people in the mentions who are going to be like, the PlayStation controller is a modified version of a controller that wasn't built for analog control. And, sure. And the Xbox One is. And I disagree. Uh, it's a valid opinion. I think if you like the Xbox controller, enjoy it. Uh, I am. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's not for me. You know what is nice, though, about, about Xbox? I will say this. Xbox Game Pass is very slick like that. Just like the library that's on Xbox Game Pass right now is like the best value I feel like you can get. So I would if someone wanted to make a case for marrying Xbox on uh, for that reason. But let, let's 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 throw PC in the picture because that that to me complicates things. So that, then I mm. guess you've got a a fuck, marry, kill uh, in prison. I guess one of them you just put in jail. <laughs> yeah, one goes straight to Guantanamo. Okay, one one you're gonna so it's get, fuck, marry, kill, torture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I would have to if 
PC is in the mix, boy, I don't know. That I think I have to pick PC over PlayStation. I think I, I think I probably might go uh fuck Nintendo, marry PC. Uh, kill PlayStation, torture Xbox. Wow. Wow. I I don't want to play that game because that was, I mean, I don't believe in torture. And I think that it's uh, against the Geneva Convention and <laughs> the glee with which Nick leapt into the conversation where he's like, I can torture something? I'm in. Offered it even. Yeah. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it. This is one of the many political issues uh, where you and I just disagree. <laughs> but that's part of the dynamic of the, that makes this podcast work. Uh, Matt, you have a preference or for the <laughs> Matt, you have a preference for the the major uh, uh, hardware purveyors? Um, I also don't support torture. Um, it was that what you were asking me? <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got you on the record there. Yeah, uh, but. Do you do you feel like a PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo? Yeah. Are you partisan for any of these? Well, I know no matter what, I'm killing Xbox because I've never owned one, and as I've said before, never even touched a controller. Like, have you're not, killing it in the womb? I'm yeah. I'm, I, I, <laughs> that's right. I'm. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna hold back about what I was about to say. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I, 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 yeah. That. That thing's done before it even started, okay? Um, but I was a PlayStation boy like my whole life. I've had PlayStation like forever. Yeah. And I, I was a Nintendo handheld kid. Never I never really had the consoles, but the Switch the Switch is maybe the love of my life. I love the Switch. <laughs> I love my Switch so much. Yeah. Uh, and like I'm look, I'm staring at my PS4 right now. There's a thin layer of dust on this thing. I gotta clean my apartment, but my Switch clean as a whistle. So Mary Switch, Mary Nintendo. I guess I gotta fuck my PlayStation because it is my side my side piece. I mean, it's the same as you guys. And kill kill Xbox, get it out of here. We're all on Ow. the same page. I'll, yeah. I'll be interested if anyone's upset about us about no one picking xbox i'm sure they will but i but i feel like the xbox audience is maybe not our audience if that makes any sense i just always feel like maybe i'm wrong maybe we have a bunch of xbox fan listeners maybe we're wrong maybe we're wrong (laughs) maybe we're wrong (laughs) but i i I don't know i always just feel like this is this is my this is me stereotyping but i always feel like it's like a broier audience that gravitated towards the Xbox yeah. over the PlayStation. I don't know. The Xbox wears its hat backwards all the time. <laughs> and you you think that somebody who's a bro wouldn't listen to a podcast hosted by a lesbian woman <laughs> and a beta robot? <laughs> <laughs> if only to learn and study your behaviors and the infiltration within. <laughs> to know how to bully us more effectively. Uh, all right. I think we have time for one more question, Matt. Okay, here we go. This one is from Alex Yance. So many games are getting reboots now. Are there any games that have not been rebooted that you would like to be able to play on a current system? For example, I loved Siphon Filter for PlayStation, but no longer have the system, so I can't play it anymore. Thanks, love the show. Wow, Siphon Filter. That's a game I haven't thought about in a while. This is a, gr- this is a great question. I have to think on this for a bit. All right, um, the first one that occurs to me is uh, Dino Crisis. Which was mm. Resident Evil, but dinosaurs yeah. instead. 
And if you could update it for like current Resident Evil quality, but dinosaurs that you shoot with guns, I'm in. And not like a Jurassic Park clone, but like still it, like it, it was a survival horror dinosaur game. That's awesome. Yes. Um, same era, Vagrant Story. I would love. Oh my to, God, Vagrant Story is one of my favorite games ever. I'd love to update that. Uh, it's let's so see. good. Parasite Eve, uh, another uh, another that era, that genre. Um, those are those are the first three that pop into my head. I have an answer, and my answer is, I would love to see in the same way we had, it, like a Sonic Mania, but like a fucking HD proper 2D Sonic. Like just like just like give me like a great new Sonic that's on that's like basically like the the like a follow up to Sonic and Knuckles. It's just like like this is like the next canonical 2D Sonic that doesn't have a bunch of his shitty friends and it's just <laughs> like a it's just like a great like classic platformer but just on on just on common on, on contemporary hardware. Did they make Sonic 4 or am I hallucinating? Didn't they make a canonical sequel to Sonic and Knuckles? Um boy, they have the so Sonic the Hedgehog 4. Yeah, they did. They make it, they made Sonic 4 in Yes, they did. And they made it in 2010. And I, I don't know I don't know how it was received and I don't know if I don't know how it worked. Well, I I I agree with you. I think that if you had like uh, uh, more robust animation on those sprites, uh, but that it's still handled like the original Sonic 2D games with massive. I mean, I'd be, I'd play that. Sonic Mania is like that. Um, so are the Sonic Game Boy Advance games, which were sort of a half step in yes. between uh, Sonic Rush. That's what those were called. Uh, yeah, I remember I, the, I remember the, I remember those DS games, and I, those are those are pretty good. I realized today by the way, that the final film that I saw in cinemas was Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. That was wow. it, guys. <laughs> and I saw it by myself. <laughs> That's wild. Is that... What a weird... What a we I mean, I don't... I, I think the last movie I saw was actually Parasite. So I saw... I feel like I saw like a good... Like a, like, you know, like a well-received movie... Yeah. Uh, as my final, but I mean, like that is that is strange to think about. Whatever yeah. your final movie was, I mean, mine was Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, that was the last movie I, I saw. Wait, did I? Which came out first, Birds of I Prey think or Sonic? Birds of Prey did. So I hadn't oh. gone to a movie. I haven't been in a minute. Well, I did see Birds of Prey, and then I saw Sonic. So Sonic was my final film. Wow, wow. On Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I have a couple, a couple more games that come to mind. Um, Pagel is a, is a puzzle game I mentioned before, and if they they kind of like they kind of botched the sequel, and that feels like one I would love to do there. There just to be another Pagel that's as good as the original. Um, you know, it, it's a game that's very good and very fun, but like once you've gotten through all the levels, you've kind of gotten through it. There's not necessarily a lot of replay value, so it'd be great if they just. Release some more levels and without any of the fucking pay to win shit that I think uh, they they put into one of the other one of the sequels. And then also um, 
the uh, uh, the other one, this is one that might actually be more of a Heather answer, but it's one that comes to mind from the for also from the Dino Crisis era, but on the Saturn Knights. Uh, it feels like a new Knights would be great. An HD, did, beautiful Knights. They made a Wii Knights that was uh, not good. Oh, that's uh, right. There was the Wii Knights. Yeah, they made a Wii Knights. Um, and uh, yeah, I... It, it's as if it didn't happen. Sort of like the Panzer Dragoon remake. <laughs> <laughs> or Sonic 4 Episode 1, apparently. Just completely disappeared from my mind. Those are our thoughts. <laughs> Matt Apodaca, what are yours? My answer is, uh, might be surprising because I'm not a sports fan in any by any means. I don't follow uh, the NBA at all. But I loved this game when it was out. Uh... The NBA Street series, I think, needs oh, a reboot. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. I loved NBA Street Volume 2. And if anyone who has the power to do so is listening and would just port it to Switch, I think I could, I, I'll be okay. I'd feel okay. Just do it. I, I really, yeah. Uh, the NBA Street was, was really fun. And it was arcadey in a way that, was different than NBA Jam. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that was like, a, it was fun to, to play, to have that sort of street setting, that street ball setting as opposed to being on the court with these over-the-top moves. Also, one of the more fun, I feel like, create a player slash develop a player modes, I guess if they did it now, would be loaded with a bunch of fucking, you know, paid DLC and virtual currency you'd have to use to upgrade your character. Probably. Which would kind of suck, but... I don't know. Make one without that. Fucking get rid of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> here's how you if, fix if this that. This is our dream reboot, and don't have that. Yeah, don't put it in. Yeah, that's my answer. Uh, well, hey, I guess that pretty much wraps up this episode of Super Question Block Turbo Deluxe Edition, and we'll premium DLC you next time. Oh wow! 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 <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh my god. Took you a whole two months of quarantine to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs>